0: I got my miracle. 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 miracle. This is the place for miracles. Genesis 17. Now, I've got to back up here, because he says here, when Abram was 90 years old, but I've got to go back a little ways. God promised Abraham and Sarah, and I'm gonna show the changing of their names. He promised them a child. Abr- Abram was in his seventies at the time. Well, now, years have gone by. In, seven, in the chapter 17, when Abram was 90 years old, 99, I'm sorry, 99 years old, The Lord appeared to him and said, I am the Almighty. Walk before me, and I will make my covenant between me and thee, and I will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, Behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be the father of many nations. Neither neither shall your name any more be called Abram, but you shall be called Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made you. And I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of thee and kings shall come out of thee and I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after in their generations from an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to the seed, your seed after. Now skip over to verse verse 15. And God said unto Abraham, as for Sarai, that's what she was called then, thy wife, she shall no longer be called Sarai, but Sarah. And I will bless her and give her a son with you. I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations, king of peoples shall be of her. Um, Then, uh, verse 17, Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him who is a hundred years old and Sarah who is (laughs) ninety? And verse 19, God said, Sarah, thy wife, shall bear thee a son. And I will establish my covenant with him. He shall be named Isaac. And I will be with him forever. Well, this, this is over a period of now, I guess some 25 years. Uh, time after time, God is speaking. And I'm just going to call him Abraham now for the sake of the, of the message. God keeps telling him, you're going to have a child. You're going to have a child. Now, he, he tried to take the situation into his own hand and, and wound up making a mistake. But God kept after him and kept after him. But now a lot of time has gone by. I guess 20 plus years. He was in his 70s, now he's 100. Okay? A lot of time has gone by. A lot of time for doubt to creep in. And the reason I'm saying this is because you may have had a word from God years ago and you don't see any way that it's ever going to happen and you have begun to doubt. Perhaps you've begun to hear, uh, to doubt that you even heard from God. Well, I want to give you four reasons why Abraham could have doubted the promise over all those many years that God was going to give him a child and his name would be Isaac. The first reason was he was too old. Anybody in their right mind knows that at 100 years old with your wife 90, you don't have children. Okay? Childbearing years are over. Long before that. So the first reason you could have doubted was he was too old. You may be thinking you're too old for what God has told you to do. I know in the world in which we live, people are retiring earlier and earlier, you know, to get a boat and a house in the lake and so on and so forth, you know. But we... When you get into your 60s, you really have the great experience. I saw a, a movie recently where, where a 70-year-old was brought in as part of a, of a senior, sitter, senior citizen mentoring event, and he became one of the most valuable employees in the entire company because of his experience. He had worked as a vice president in a company, in a, in a book bindery, and, and he had all this experience and had this level headedness that the younger people didn't have. They, didn't, they were good, but they didn't have the experience. And they brought him in and he solidified really, really the entire company and became a tremendous source of advice and strength to the CEO. Well, you may be thinking, well, I'm just too old. The world has passed me by. No, the world hasn't passed you by. No, 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 no. Abraham is now 100 years old and his wife is 90. He could have believed he was too old, but he didn't. He believed God and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. The second is too many years had passed since the promise was given. Some people think that God doesn't have a memory. Some people think that God forgets. But God doesn't forget anything. Well, too many years have passed. That was back when I was in my 70s. Now I'm 99 going on 100. But God doesn't forget. God keeps his word. In fact, the Bible says that he watches over his word to perform it. And then another reason he could have doubted the promise was nothing like that had ever happened before. They had never heard of a 100-year-old man and a 90-year-old woman having a baby by natural means. Never heard of that before. It's like in the days of Noah when God said, build a boat. It's going to rain. And Noah said, what's rain? It had never rained before. The, water, the, the earth was watered by dew in the, in the mornings and there had never been rain before. What do you mean build a boat? A boat for what? What's a boat? What's rain? Well, this had never happened before. No a 100-year-old and 90-year-old had ever produced a child. No. So it would have been very easy for him to have doubted the promise because nothing like it had ever happened before. The word that God gave you may something that's never happened before. Well, when this anointing began to come down my arm, it had never happened before. God had told me previously through my father, Earl Roberts, before he died, that this powerful anointing would come down my left arm and shoot out my left hand when I prayed for people, but it had never happened before. And it was hard for me to get my mind around it because it was something that I had never experienced before. Abraham had, uh, had, had never had anything like this happen before, but he did not disbelieve God. Neither did I disbelieve the prophetic word that my father gave. And right after my father died, this presence began to come down my left arm and this power of God would shoot out my hand when I pray for people, when I'm on television and I put my hand out like this. Many people say, Richard, I, I feel like a jolt of power. Well, it's not me. It's God. I, I was in the United Kingdom this past summer and there was a woman who had a tumor in her belly and she was standing in the back of the crowd and I stretched out my hand toward her and prayed like this and she, it, it knocked her to the ground. Well, I didn't touch her. She was 100 feet more or more back in the back of the crowd. But the power of God, she said, she said, she saw it come right out of my hands and the tumor disappeared. She testified the tumor was gone. Well, nothing like this had happened to me before but I did not disbelieve the promise, and neither did Abraham. And the fourth thing that he could have done was he, he realized that his wife doubted it. Now, when, you're, when your wife or when your husband doubts it, you, you can't get into harmony in an agreement. It's tough. It's tough to believe when the other part of the, of the match doesn't believe. And, and she doubted it, and so God spoke to her. Yes, you'll have a son, Sarah. You'll have a son, And you'll name him Isaac, which means laughter. There's going to be laughter in your home in spite of the mistake that you made. And they made a big one. (laughs) In spite of that, you're going to have a child. And then Abraham and Sarah came into harmony and it was accounted unto Abraham for righteousness because he believed God. The Bible says he staggered not or he wavered not at the promise of God, but he believed. He believed that God was able to do what he said he would do. And I have a word for you today. God can still bring this into your life. And I just pray right now in Jesus' name for those things that you have even seemingly forgotten about. That are even now flooding up into your mind that you will say, God, I'm going to believe that that was a word that you gave me years ago. I'm not going to stop believing. I want it to be accounted unto me for righteousness just like it was for Abraham because you're no respecter of persons. If you can do that and bring that promise to pass for Abraham, then you can bring the promise to pass that you've made for me. I pray this in faith in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Place for Miracles podcast. If you would like to receive prayer, call our Abundant Life prayer group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com slash prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, books, and other resources to help build your faith in God. If you'd like to support the outreaches of the Oral Roberts Ministries, please go online to oralroberts.com to make your donation today.